Hey, how's it going? We're here on AfterBuzz Spotlight On, and I'll be talking to Priscilla Fea, the star of You, Me, Her, and we got a lot more to talk about, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> Strength and guidance, all that I'm wishing for my friends. Oh my goodness, guys. So we were just talking about this. I think it was in my brain. I totally have to apologize. First, I totally choked on I needed some water. Her name is, last name is Faya, not Faya. My bad. I think it's because we no, were just talking it about it. Because we just talked about it for 37 yeah. minutes. And then they're like, all right, here we are. And then like, damn nabbit. Ugh. It's okay. Anyways. It's classic. I love it. <laughs> See, that's why you never tell people the wrong way right before. <laughs> anyway. Everybody, hey, welcome to After Buzz Spotlight On, where I'm going to be talking to Priscilla Faya about you, me, her, her career, everything. Welcome. Thank you. Hello. So we got a talented, talented man, I am like, bleh. Oh my god, I, to be <laughs> fair, that's usually me. I was oh, saying okay, everything wrong, so I get it. I'm not even being flesh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, um, she's a very talented actress, multiple levels of creativity looking you up. You've got painting, writing, acting, and guitar. I was looking that up, that you're starting to do that? Yeah, that's, that's very kind. Um, I do paint and draw, and, and I, I enjoy lots of artistic uh, expression, I'd say. I am learning how to play the guitar, and it's been nice. really, really fun. Cool. Um, it's hard to pick up. Uh, but once you kind of get the basics of it, it, it gets more fun. And then you gotcha. start hearing the differences and uh, how guitars sound. Mm -hmm. and that's really exciting for me. Like when I, um, I just went out and bought another new guitar, mm -hmm. and that was really fun for me because the first time I bought a guitar, I didn't know what I was doing, so I just went in. I was like, I need a new guitar. <laughs> um, but uh, going in this time and like hearing how they sound and mm. getting to sit down and having someone like be like, try this one, try this one. That was was pretty cool. So very cool. Yeah, my. I was just going to say, mm -hmm. my grandfather uh, used to play the guitar, so ah. um, it was really important for me to kind of, that was what inspired me to want to play, because mm -hmm. he would always play when we were kids and stuff, so mm -hmm. I thought I'd, you know, kick it old school and bring it back into the sure. family, so, yeah. What's your favorite song to play? Oh, this, this means um, <laughs> you know what, I learned how to play uh, Blackbird by the Beatles, and cool. it's really satisfying to play once you've learned how to play it, because there's lots of picking oh. and different, you know, so it's it's really, it's probably my favorite thing to play right now. It's very fun. I'm learning some Mumford and Sons. Oh, yeah, uh, that'd which, be a good one. Yeah, yeah, love them. Uh, just their their pace is really fast, so it's um, learning yeah. how to play it at the at the pace that they play it mm. at is, is difficult, but I'll get there. Hmm. Well, yeah. you are learning, so. Exactly. No expert just yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, let's go back into the acting category. So sure. So you were on Rookie Blue. Why don't you talk about I that, was, your role? Yeah. Um, Rookie Blue was, uh, you know, on many forms of big change in my life. Mm -hmm. um, it was my first series. Okay. So, uh, and it all happened very quickly. So I got the role, and then I had about... I'd say nine days where I had to move out to Toronto and join this cast that had already been together for f three years at this mm -hmm. point. And it was nerve wracking. You know, I didn't know what to expect. And I didn't, I'd never been to Toronto. I didn't have any friends there or anything. Mm -hmm. um, but I was immediately welcomed with open arms. You know, get, I got an email from Charlotte Sullivan, who played Gail, and, mm -hmm. she, you know, welcoming me. And then Missy Peregrine, who is here with me today. Uh, mm -hmm. Woohoo! She, we immediately became friends um, in a very funny matter, which is so indicative of our relationship. We had both kind of gotten out of 
you know, shady relationships and we're like, hey, we're going through this thing. I'm going through this thing. And then we're both like, are we, did we just become best friends? And then we, you know, it just started our, our uh, great friendship. And honestly, that's kind of, that was the theme of Rookie Blue for me was hmm. everyone was really close and it was mm-hmm. a family. You know, I was, I did three three full seasons and it was a big part of my life professionally Mm -hmm. I learned so much just you know working on a network show everything is very fast-paced changes are happening all the time so you I really learned how to be a professional Mm -hmm. actor you know someone who like knows how the how the machine works so it was great I mean I'll always it's embedded in my heart oh it's true I might cry. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's the tissues. Yeah. Now you're able to take that knowledge to You, Me, Her. Why don't you talk about that new show? Yeah, yeah. Um, You, Me, Her is uh, my new show. Um, It's pretty awesome. It's the way that they've explained it. It's a polyromantic comedy. So it's basically a romantic comedy, except there's three people. Mm -hmm. So we follow Jack and Emma Tchaikovsky, played by Greg Poehler and Rachel Blanchard. Mm Mm-hmm. They're kind of in a hiccup in their marriage. You know, they're trying to have kids. You know, this this is what happens in real relationships. You go through ebb and flow, and at the terrible advice of his brother, he <laughs> hires an escort. And I play Izzy Silva, who's a psychology grad student who has sort of taken a job escorting. She doesn't necessarily she doesn't sleep with men, but you know, men pay her to spend time with her mm-hmm. and. Um, she got into this with the idea from her roommate, mm-hmm. uh, Nina. So they meet, Jack and Izzy meet. They really hit it off. They end up just, you know, spending time together and really connecting. And he ends up falling for her. And then he goes home and tells his wife. And they have a big fight. And she goes behind his back and hires me. And then we meet and we hit it off. And it doesn't start as a show about polyamory Mm -hmm. you know it's three people who kind of get into this situation and they 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 so basically the the married couple decide that they want to continue to see Izzy Mm -hmm. so it starts off as a business arrangement but as any normal relationship things tend to get complicated and feelings get involved and so we watch as the season progresses you watch these three people trying to navigate like what they are and what they're doing yeah. With all these feelings bubbling up. Yeah, and even just from the trailer, you can see the reactions of their friends not understanding totally. how that works. Either. Yeah, because, it's, and, and that's the thing is, they don't really know how it's going to work. Yeah. And that's why, uh, the the thing about this show is, it's, really, it's a really grounded approach to a subject matter that is kind of still taboo, you know, no one's really talking about it yet, and... And I think that whenever we're talking about subjects that no one knows much about, we tend to kind of, what is this actually about? And I think the greatest compliment that I get about this show is we were really pleasantly surprised because I think that when you watch the trailer, you think it's, you might have ideas of what it's going to be like. You know, it's a a guy who's married and now there's a third person. You you kind of fill in the blanks. But when you're you're watching the show, it's not about that. It's not about a husband who's just like, yeah, I've got two women, you know. (laughs) It's, uh, if, in fact, he's the one who emotionally has the most problems with this. So oh, interesting. Yeah, so you watch the woman kind of lean into this, and while, the, while Jack is kind of like, what's happening here? And it's, it's a really interesting um, dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what is it 
how do you relate to your character? Uh, well, um, it's funny. Or I, do you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny. I get asked this question a lot, you know, what drew me to Izzy? And to be honest, I'm still not really sure what it was. Mm-hmm. I immediately understood her, like, at a deep level. Um, I think that sometimes we get into, we were in places in our lives where we're just kind of jumping in and mm-hmm. saying, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I certainly have been there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, for her, she, she's got some, she's got some things as we all do. Uh, she comes from a family from divorce. Mm-hmm. So I think that her ability to commit is probably a little lack, you know, lackluster. I don't think that she's able to kind of walk into something and be like, yes, let's be in a relationship. And Mm -hmm. so I think that this dynamic is really exciting for her. And because she's a guest, the level of commitment is already, you know, it's not, it's not the same as being one-on-one with somebody. Yeah. Um, so I think that, I think that I really empathize with what she was going through. I think Mm -hmm. I saw her difficulties and, what she wanted and all that stuff, and I I was able to kind of really understand where she was where she was coming from. And now relating to your character, we want to talk a little bit about your orientation. Oh, you mean like uh, you, you who mean do you like, prefer? Who you do pe- I prefer? Yes, well, dogs. Dogs. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, that sounded dirty <laughs> and kind of upsetting, <laughs> but you know what I meant. Yes, uh, I'm straight. Yes, I am straight. But I will say that. Um, you know, in preparing for something like this, it's, I don't really think that this show is, is about gay or straight or mm-hmm. I, it's about connection with people. And I'm a, you know, I really believe in that. I think that you can connect with anybody if you guys yeah. are on the same wavelength, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't really see it as, as that. I don't think that there's really a box and I think that they don't really think that there's a box quite yet. You know, yeah. they're still trying to figure it out. So, um, yeah. Does that, did I answer your no, question? No, I think that uh, totally know. makes sense. And kind of going off of that too, <clears throat> since there's been a lot of dialogue recently on casting, but a little more on the ethnicity and race issue, but then this is identity issue. Do you feel like as an actor, it's your job? To, how do you bring that truthfulness to uh, identity you don't necessarily identify with? Yeah. Um, again, I, I came at it from a connection mm-hmm. point of view. Um, Nisha Ganatra, who was our director, who's incredible, by the way, uh, she was very adamant that we were going to be in rehearsals before we went to camera. Mm. So we spent three days, I spent three days with uh, specifically Greg and Rachel, and then Mm -hmm. we brought some of the supporting cast in as well, um, where we didn't go over dialogue, we didn't go over what we were going to be doing, we just had connection rehearsals. So Mm. we did some old school theater stuff where we were essentially staring at each other for you know hours on end which is uncomfortable but also really necessary in a situation like this because we we shot this show we shot 10 episodes in 37 days like seven weeks it was really quick so there was no time or room to Mm -hmm. figure things out so the the rehearsal period was really important and I think that that's where that's where I found my connection to them you know um and I guess, you know, in terms of orientation, like I, I th- again, I keep using the word connection because that's really where I came at it from. Mm-hmm. As I, I just felt a connection with, with Emma, Izzy mm-hmm. and Emma and Izzy and Jack and even Izzy and Andy, Izzy and Nina, like they all have their very, very specific 
relationships and how they interact with one another. Sure. Now, the way you've been describing it a little bit so far as it sounds like uh, Izzy is with them separately, is there, I mean, if people haven't watched the show yet, and yeah. depending on what's aired, is there a little more three going on, or is it more the individuals? Um, no, well, like I said, it starts off, what's aired so far is, it starts off, starts off as a business arrangement. Sure. So, um, they, they decide that they're just going to continue to see her separately, mm-hmm. but it very quickly becomes something else, and that hasn't aired yet. So sure. you guys Ooh. will have to tune in and, yes. and watch. And then it's airing on the Audience Network on DirecTV, which is. is interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, DirecTV's really um, bringing out some great new mm-hmm. original content, and um, they have another great show uh, called Kingdom. Mm-hmm. That is, I don't know if it's aired yet, but uh, it looks amazing, and mm-hmm. um, you know they're 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 doing their thing. They're you know, their Hulu and Netflix have been doing a really great job of mm-hmm. getting their original content. You know, Directv is just doing the same. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And then you air start the first premiere was in March. Yep. So how yeah. how has the reaction been from your friends, family, or um, I don't? How much do you go on social media and read what people say? I don't do that. Okay. Um, I mean, I have Twitter, so obviously I read what people are saying to me directly. Sure. Um, it was, it's been a really cool experience for me. Mm-hmm. We premiered at South by Southwest, and That's I don't exciting. know. Have you been there? Not yet. Okay, South by Southwest is a really, really cool festival because it's not just films; it's television, it's music, it's mm. interactive. There's lots of tech stuff happening, so it's a really kind of groundbreaking. Hmm. Um, Neat. I know that's such a lame word, but I just neat, call it neat. Neat is good. Neat, neat's good. Yeah. Neat's good. Uh, yeah. So there's there's a, there was a lot happening there, and and they don't do. I think they do five premieres of um, like scripted hmm. television. So uh, it was really exciting to be a part of that this year. I mean, Girls premiered there. Mr. Robot premiered there. Oh. So there's been some great TV yeah. coming out of there. So um, again, very exciting for me. Uh, and the coolest thing, because that was our first interaction with the world. That was the mm, first time mm-hmm. that people had kind of seen it in a, in a big venue. And after we had our panel, we had some audience questions. And it kind of set the tone for the rest of the press tour that we did, which was people coming out of the audience being like, hey, I'm in a polyamorous relationship. Thank you for putting this content out there in a realistic way. And I think that, yeah, I think that that's really important because I think that's, I think it's easy to assume that when it's three people on a show that it's going to be gratuitous or something Mm -hmm. crazy. And this is just, it's not about sex. And Mm -hmm. I, and I think that that was, you know, polyamory is about making deep relationships with more than one more than one person so uh i think that that's been really cool to see the reaction off people being like oh this is great you know this is this is what it mm-hmm. not necessarily reality but just more more on the same wavelength of that oh sure and yeah. that, that must be very rewarding to have people who do participate in a polyamorous relationship complimenting the show feeling it's realistic because then then you know you did your job right yeah yeah i I mean anytime that somebody can relate to what you're Mm -hmm. doing uh i think is always a win so of course yeah that's exciting yeah i think so what are you most looking forward to people seeing if you can talk about it because i was gonna say you don't want to give away too much I know. I wish I could. I wish it was all. Like, I know. I wish it had all aired <laughs> because there's so uh, there's so many great things coming up. Just um, means you got to come back. Exactly. Yeah. You have to have me back once once it's all done. Um, 
Honestly, I, for me, I, I think when when you get to watch a relationship, whether it's in a movie, TV, mm-hmm. whatever it is, whenever you get to watch a relationship uh, shift and become whatever it's going to become, it's always exciting. And so, mm-hmm. um, especially in in this type of dynamic where there's lots of dramatic things that are happening and there are feelings involved and a marriage is involved, like it's, mm-hmm. the stakes are really high. So. I'm just excited to see what people think, where we go, where the season ends, where we're at. Um, there's a scene, I haven't seen the show, I haven't seen, I've just seen parts of it, but there's a scene in the ten, ninth episode where it's the three of us and it was um, my one of my favorite things that we shot. So oh. yeah, you guys will have Sounds to. Sounds exciting. Yeah. Now, so are you watching essentially with the fans in a way at the... Because you said you haven't seen it yet. So. I haven't. No. Um, I guess so. I, I don't have direct TV, so, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, I mean, we, we do get to see the episodes like as they're being aired, sure. but uh, I don't get to watch it live. But, ah, okay. Um, so no live tweeting. No live tweeting. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could technically live tweet because I, you know, people could ask me questions about what was going there on. There you go. And, you know, we'll see what happens, but... Uh, I'm Canadian, so a lot of, you know, my family is like, when can I see this? I'm like, I don't, I'm not really sure that you want to see this, you know? Like, Hmm. I've just told my family, like, what episodes to kind of stay away from if they don't want to, (laughs) like, never look at me the same again. Um, Uh, Okay. There's a little spoiler there. Uh, But, yeah, I don't... What did you ask me? <laughs> no, just like how people are reacting to it. And, right. Um, but actually, going off what you said, then, yes. how was that kind of experience of, I mean, I can infer, I guess, what you were talking about, but how was that like filming something a little more uh, revealing? Yeah, uh, to be honest, I didn't really, I, I just kind of did it, you know? Um, okay. Again, show is not about sex, so it... It was very non-threatening, and we had an amazing crew. And mm-hmm. again, Nisha was our, you mm-hmm. know, she's an amazing woman who creates a set that is very harmonious and mm-hmm. respectful. And so it was never it was never something I was thinking about. You know, I think later when I got home, I was like, what? <laughs> what's happening, you know? Um, but yeah, no, sure. it's, it, 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 was, it was nothing. Really, it was so, I felt very taken care of. Gotcha. So. No, it's interesting because with, like, television shows, there's different directors per episode, and now new new Netflix original shows or DirecTV original shows, they can have different directors, but for this show, it looked like you had the same director the whole time? We did. How was that? Yeah. I, I think it was completely necessary, hmm. specifically because of the way that we shot. So not only do we shoot it in seven weeks, but we were cross-boarding. So okay. we, and I just broke a light, I think. No, you're um, <laughs> Crossboarding is it's not the same as block shooting but you're you're shooting same locations so oh. whatever location we were in we were mm-hmm. shooting whatever was in the ep- whatever was in the entire season in that location oh wow so there was a lot of back and forth and you know continuity stuff and where mm-hmm. are we and what's happening and i think that you know when you have someone like Nisha who her her biggest thing is about creating uh, an environment where mm-hmm. everyone trusts each other. So, I mean, having someone there who knew exactly what was happening, uh, knew exactly where we needed to be, you know, mm-hmm. especially on those days where you're really tired and you're like, where, where are we? What episode are we on? <laughs> yeah. What's happening? She was always just, she was just always solid. Like, she was just the rock. So, um, 
Yeah, it was totally imperative for this process, specifically for Mm -hmm. the way that we shot the show and just the intimate nature. You know, it's it's really important to have somebody that you trust while you're going through this. Consistency. Yeah. Yeah. And the emotions are high and there's a lot Mm -hmm. that goes on. It's just nice. It was really, really nice. Now, since you did it block shooting, did you have all the scripts in ahead of time? Because, you know, certain shows, like, they only do it. Okay. Yeah. So, John Scott Shepard, who wrote, created, was our showrunner and Mm -hmm. executive producer, he wrote all 10 episodes himself. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, they they were written before we Mm -hmm. went to camera. So... You know, there you go. There I get 370 pages, I think it was, and <laughs> there it is. There's our whole story. So, and that was that was also really important to know where we're coming from, where we're going, because sometimes when you're block shooting on shows, like you you don't really know what's what's happening. So, um, it was yeah, it was great. Yeah, as an actor, how was that experience to do block shooting? Because yeah, that's ev- it ex- sounds extremely difficult in terms of your you have to keep track of where you are. So, yeah, how did you approach it, and how was it? Um, well, like I said, uh, having having Nisha there was mm-hmm. really important um, because sometimes you don't know, you mm-hmm. know. But because we had the script ahead of time, I would I was constantly making notes for myself, mm. like where am I, where am I coming from, all that kind of stuff. And honestly, you just have to trust because mm-hmm. sometimes you don't know. I mean, we shot. I think we shot episode or scenes from the last episode in our first week, and then oh, our, wow. the f- oh my goodness, yeah, like the <laughs> ep- scenes from the first episode in our last week. So oh. you just have to trust the process that the people that are guiding us mm-hmm. know what they're doing, and um, that it's our job to be present and play the you know the truth of the scene and, mm-hmm. and know that it's it's where it should be. Now, even though I had a script and you were playing by the moment, was there any sort of improv at all? Or Oh, yeah. Oh, fine. Yeah, I mean, Greg Poehler is a comedian. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he would just never stop talking. <laughs> um, it was a very funny joke on the set because he just would, if you let him go for 45 minutes and just improving, he would. So we're like, okay, let's, you know, uh, but it was fun. It was, we always, we always did what was on the script. And then they give us some room and that leave, must the, have been yeah, nice. leave the cameras rolling and, and see what happened. And to me, uh, as an actor, it's really fun to do that. I mean, it can be scary sometimes because you're like, oh, what if I don't know what to say? <laughs> but um, no, it always it always worked out, especially because we had such a relationship set from the beginning mm-hmm. that we kind of knew where we were. And when you know where you are in a scene, in yeah. a, a script, in a show, a movie, whatever, it's easier to improv. Sure. Yeah, for me anyway. Yeah, no, it makes sense, because then you, you all know each other, you know where you're coming from, and then if you already know the script, too, it's like you can keep it focused and be able to play. Absolutely. And what was, um, were there any favorite uh, moments that happened, any happy accidents, um, funny stories? Happy accidents, I mean, there's so many happy accidents. Um, for me, uh, one of my favorite happy accidents, it's in the pilot episode. It's the la- It's my last scene with Nina, mm-hmm. and um, they let the cameras roll, and we have a scene, I yell at her, and then I walk out of the room, and there's a thing with the door where I say that, you know, I'm resentful that there's no solid door. You have to see it. Okay. Once you see it, you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. That was really fun because um, they kind of just, like, again kept the cameras rolling and had fun with us and they did that a lot with the three of us too when we were shooting together they would let us do our own thing it, again I want to talk about it in episode right. nine there's a lot of improv that we got to do uh I wish I could tell you about it but 
I can't. Just means people Dang have to go it. watch it. Yeah, exactly. And then they'll tweet at you it. and be like, "Hey, that thing." Then <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to check. Well, if they tweet directly at you, it's a little more yeah. focused than random people you know, BSing their opinions out there. Absolutely. Now, uh, you, I saw you did a trip to Peru. I did. Want to talk about that? Like, why'd you go? What was it for? Um, it's very interesting. So, uh, it happened around Rookie Blue time. Uh, Noel Carbone, that's how you, yes, sp- Carbone, right? Um, I always pronounce it wrong. She's a writer on Rookie Blue, mm-hmm. and her partner works for UNICEF. Mm. And so we were approached, uh, all the cast members were approached with this charity challenge. And mm-hmm. uh, UNICEF does tons of these um, where you, you know, uh, raise money for UNICEF, and you also take this challenge in support of, of, their, uh, of UNICEF. Mm-hmm. And this year, it, that year that we were going was Peru, doing Machu Picchu, doing a hike through the Andes Mountains. And, mm. I mean, I couldn't say no. <laughs> right. Yeah. Be like, mm, I'm thinking about that. Uh, yes. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it, and I couldn't have imagined how incredible it was going to be. It was totally on so many levels. I'm terrified of heights. I was at the oh. time. Um, and I had no idea how, how scary it was going to be. I mean, we were going down mountains that were... It's insane. I can't, I can't even explain it. I honestly Little thought I was going to die. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> but there, you know, we would be walking two days, and then there would be this incredible community in mm. the middle of the mountains, and they would have, like, this feast for us. And it was just the people in Peru are mm-hmm. – it was, it was my favorite community of people. I, they're <laughs> beautiful humans and souls. The mm-hmm. food is incredible. Uh, and then, you know, so we did the, we did the hike for four days, um, got to visit some of the remote communities that UNICEF works with. That was really, really amazing to see that. And then we got to hike the Inca Trail up to Machu Picchu. Oh boy. It was, yeah, it was amazing. And I got to be with Peter Mooney and Charlotte Mm -hmm. Sullivan and her husband, Peter Stebbings and, Mm -hmm. and Bonnie, who's Noel's partner. And it was, it was just a trip of a lifetime for me. Oh, for sure. Really, really, really. Yeah. Now, in a completely different direction, yes. <laughs> uh, you're a fan of horror movies. I sure am. So what, what draws you to those kind of films? Honestly, it's, I think it's kind of sick. Like, I, if, if I can't sleep after I've watched a movie, I'm, mm. like, that excites me. Like, that's sick, right? I no, think that's a little sick. I'm very picky about what kind of movies. Like, I, I watch them all. Mm-hmm. I try to. But if it, if you genuinely are going to scare me, it, mm-hmm. it's great. I, and then I'm like, hands down, <laughs> best movie. There's been a couple. Um, oh, yeah. What has scared you? What has scared me? Um, the Conjuring mm-hmm. genuinely scared me. Um, Insidious was the first one in a very long time where I couldn't sleep. Uh, I have, in, in, the, in my place that I was living at, at the time, I had my guitar hanging on the wall and I went to bed and mm-hmm. all of a sudden I heard the guitar strings strum. No way. And I, have you seen Insidious? <laughs> yes. Okay. So you yeah. know who I was thinking about. Yeah. I thought of his long fingernails Ugh. strumming my guitar. Sure. And I woke up and I, I fight or flight. Like I was like, I'm going to take <laughs> him down. I have to turn on all the lights. Yes. But what had happened is a gust of wind had come through the window and lifted my guitar and bounced it back down and ah. made a sound. But it was, 
It's touch and go there. Oh, I boy. thought I was about to lose my life. <laughs> well, I was gonna. I was gonna say your opinion on um, <clears throat> why you like them totally makes sense because as an actor, you know how movies work. You've been on the other side, so you know you're watching a film. So if it can get beyond being just a film and actually affect you, yeah, of course that makes sense to be like. Then that's the impressive. Yeah, one. I mean, I'm the only one out of my friends who enjoys scary movies. Like Missy, I mean, she, yeah, I, I'm. I watch them. I have to watch them alone. Um, that but makes that's, it maybe more fun. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but we talked about the, I, the reason you know this is because I was talking about the invitation. Mm-hmm. So I went to go see that the other night. And it's, it's not so much, I guess you could call it a horror film, but it's more of a thriller because there's something shady that happens throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And then there's a turn in the movie that genuinely shocked me. Like, mm. And normally you can see these things coming and sure yeah. you could sort of maybe yeah. see where it was coming as the movie was progressing. But it, I'm still, I still am thinking about it. It's so good. You guys have to go see it. As, yeah. What's your favorite guilty pleasure horror movie? Ooh. Like maybe one that's not so good yeah. that you love it. Um, oh, are you kidding? I know you did last summer. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. one is a fun one. Ryan Felipe in the shower. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. Is he a bad guy? Is mm-hmm. he a good guy? It's just classic. Those ninety so horror good. movies were fun. They're so good. Scream, yeah. Darkness yeah. Falls, all of Thirteen it. Ghosts. Oh, yeah. Thirteen Ghosts. Great one. Great yeah. call. Even the Frighteners. Do you remember the Frighteners? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I really like that one. movie. I really like that one. Death Becomes Her. I was gonna say I think we're going a little earlier than nineties now. I know, but But I just we they kind of blend. We were on the flow. Flatliners. Flatliners, great one. See, we could keep going. Yeah, I know. I was like, we're gonna just have a horror film discussion. (laughs) Now, have you acted in one yet? And if not, why not? That's funny. You should ask that because I was like, I've, I met a woman who works for Paramount, and she does. She casted Halloween and all that stuff. I was like, please put me in one of your movies (laughs) and murder me. Yeah, please, please. Uh, No, I haven't yet. I'm, I'm. I'm excited to do one, like a, a really good mm-hmm. one, like a conjuring type of mm. thing where I think, you know what, I think now I know what kind of scary movies I like, where it's reality based mm. and that's why it's scary. Like, what's the thing in the back corner? Mm-hmm. Is that a thing mm-hmm. or is it a shadow? Like the woman mm-hmm. in black mm-hmm. where things get very quiet and you kind yep. of have to look around because everything's really still. Like, I love that. Yeah, that's interesting because then... As an actor, do you think you're more the fan of the horror movies, or you, but it sounds like you also would want to be in them? Sure. Do if you think you a, could if be? It's a good one. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm also a big fan. I think I think it's really difficult to make a good horror film. True. So when it happens, mm-hmm. in my opinion, I get really excited about it. So, um, yeah. What's what would be your favorite horror movie to recreate and you be the lead heroine? Oh, that's tough. Why you gotta ask me a question like that? <laughs> um, you know what? I I'm gonna say none because whenever they recreate horror films, it's yeah. they're always bad. And mm-hmm. just leave it. Yep. You know, just leave Halloween. Yep. Just leave Freddy Krueger where mm-hmm. he was. <laughs> Let's just leave all of them the way they were. Cause I, the reason why they were so good is because they were in that era, mm-hmm. right? Like we've moved yeah. now. We've moved into a different type of scary. We moved into the more of the like found footage thing, which yeah. I appreciate very much because it's it's more realistic for me anyway. Um, but yeah, favorite found footage one. Ooh, good one. Um, paranormal Activity, but I I need to get the specific one. It's, there are it's a few. More, yeah, there's, <laughs> it's more moments than the uh, whole yeah, film, yeah. I'm going to say. Because it gets kind of repetitive, but yeah. uh, I think it was the second one. 
where she's in the kitchen mm-hmm. and all the all the cupboards opened and all oh. of the things that scared the shit out of me. I honestly, I I remember screaming. I was in a movie theater <laughs> by myself and all my Reese's pieces went <laughs> oh, flying no. out. Yeah, that's such I a waste. Jumped. I know it's so pieces. upsetting. Yeah. Favorite movie theater candy? Oh, uh, Sour Patch Kids, and mm. I always end up eating all of them, and then I have raw tongue. <laughs> yeah, because all the sour, totally. Yeah. And sometimes Junior Mints, depending okay. on if I'm in a chocolate or candy move at mood, and also very true. Good yeah, point. Yeah. In America, I don't know in all of America, but in Los Angeles, they're letting you drink wine and beer in movie theaters now, and I some theaters, yeah, I like that. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna, that's my new that's favorite, favorite candy. candy. <laughs> <laughs> what is a liquid candy bar for some some alcoholic beverages yeah. for sure? <laughs> All the calories and like depending on how sweet it is. Yeah, we went we went and got we went and saw um, How to Be Single mm-hmm. and just I mean that's the perfect movie to drink wine. There and you watch go. Rebel Wilson. Have you seen that? By Not the way? yet. It's so funny. Go see it. Get your wine and your popcorn because then you get your salty and sort of sweet. <laughs> yeah, wine sweet. It works totally. Depends what kind. Ah, yeah. uh, favorite kind of wine. Oh man, that's tough. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I like a good rosé, mm-hmm. but I think I drink I drink red the most. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm on the super sweet end. I like Moscato. Really? Yeah. Ow. I feel your headache already. <laughs> no, no, no. Sweet's good sometimes. Yeah. If uh, I'm a big Malbec fan. Okay, there yeah, you go. A nice hearty, nice mm-hmm. hearty Malbec. Yeah. <laughs> now, going back to acting and yes. career stuff. <laughs> I like how you yeah. sit up. So if you're listening, I, like, she, yes. I like career. And she's like, yep, I'm yes. sitting up now. Yes. Because I, I was like thinking about wine. Yeah, and I was like, actually relax. thinking. You're I was like, actually mm. thinking about how much wine we have left at the house and if we have to pick up some more. <laughs> You're all party. Yeah. <laughs> now, what you've, you meet her is done. What's next? What's next? Uh, I don't know. You tell me. Um, oh. Horror director's out there. She's <laughs> ready and waiting. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we're waiting to find out whether or not we're going to go for mm-hmm. our season two. And I've just come off doing a bunch of uh, cool press for the show. So right now, just kind of enjoying some downtime, spending time with my pals and, mm-hmm. you know, my dog. and. Mm-hmm. That's what's next. What kind of dog do you have? I have a Yorkie. Yorkie? Yeah, her Aww. name's Gabby. Cute. Um, don't know if you know this, but she's hmm. a star. She oh. was in Rookie Blue. Ah. And that's her claim to fame. She just <laughs> turned 10. And she's... Uh, she is so high maintenance. Uh, yeah, she really is. She's, she's, getting, she's getting to that age where she's just stopped listening to me. <laughs> she does what she wants. Yeah. And, I mean, it's hilarious. She, yeah, she's funny. She's so funny. No, she's getting older, but do you go out hiking with your dog? What kind of outdoor yeah. stuff do you get, like to do? Yeah, I mean, she's one of the, she's at that age now where I'll take her on long walks, and mm-hmm. whenever she's done, she'll just throw herself down, and she's decided <laughs> that she's done. So I try to be aware of that, that like she can't walk as long as she used to. Um, but normally I'm in Vancouver, and we, we explore. I mean, there's mm-hmm. tons to do, tons of parks, all that kind of stuff. So, um, but... Yeah, she if there's fresh, like shaded grass, mm. she's in. She just like you know rubs up and yeah. does her thing. So, now do you go much between Canada and uh, the states? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, you know, I'm I'm here right now and mm-hmm. kind of do the do the back and forth. I mean, I, technically I live in Vancouver, but yeah, mm-hmm. I do I do enjoy Los Angeles. So, 
Do you feel filming there is any different than filming here? I've never filmed here, so I don't oh, know anything different. Ah. It's all up there. Um, yeah, we filmed you, me, her up there. Okay. And I filmed Rookie Blue. We did. We did it in Toronto. So mm -hmm. I've always. I've never filmed in the states. Ah, well, yeah. you got to change that then, right? right? I guess so. You're like, I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm on downtime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's it's great filming mm -hmm. in Vancouver. My family's in Victoria. Mm -hmm. I love being close. I'm really close to my family, so it's really nice to be near them. Okay, well, then not filming. What do you? Uh, how do you feel it's different living there versus here? Um, oof, I guess just the community aspect. Okay. I think... I think Los Angeles can be hard if you don't have, you know, if you're new and you don't know people, it's mm -hmm. really hard. Everything's really spread out. So mm -hmm. it takes a while to find your tribe, mm. you know. Uh, I'm really lucky because I've had friends who, you know, I'm, I met friends in Canada that live here. So I kind mm -hmm. of had, a, you know, my own family when I came down here. But I think a lot of people struggle with finding, you know, their peeps. But sure. in in Canada, I think it's just small. You know, the cities are smaller. So I, oh. like mm -hmm. Vancouver, you, you meet people. It's just different. Every city is different. You know, Toronto, I really love Toronto. It's such a social place. People eat out all the time. Mm -hmm. People talk to each other. You know, it's, it's very different. It's kind of our New York, I guess you would call it. Um, you know, New York, you can go any mm -hmm. day of the week and meet 17 people. Mm -hmm. In Los Angeles, it's a little bit difficult because you kind of, you got to drive and you got the thing. It's, you know, unless you're like in an area where it's really um, populated, it's, it can mm -hmm. be a little bit difficult. Nice. Yeah. Now on, I think it was on your Twitter or somewhere, is you like... Were you creeping on me? A little bit. Yeah. You know. That's okay. It, it's an easy way to know about <laughs> you. It'd be like, Twitter, what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, I saw something of like going out and uh, getting food and such. What is your favorite city to go out and go eat? Oh, God. Um, or who's the best? Who has the best dining Who's the best dining? Um, I'm, uh, New York has so many great places to eat. A lot of variety. But I don't know what it's like to live there. Toronto, mm. Toronto is where I really started to appreciate food. Uh, because Toronto has all these really, really tiny places that... Mm -hmm. make small menus so okay. they put a lot of effort into the flavors and mm. could, because their menus are so small that they <laughs> they just make what they make really well mm. okay so i had the most fun exploring places in toronto mm -hmm. there's always new places coming up a lot of the places change their menu every couple weeks mm. so i'd say toronto's pretty up there for food would you describe yourself as an explorer I totally what do you like exploring most? Anything. Anything? Places, yeah. I'm, I'm the person that if I go to a new place, instead of being like, uh, I'm like, okay, let's do this. I'll just walk around. Uh, I was just in New York. Mm -hmm. I asked to go a couple days early so I could explore by myself. I just walked and walked and walked. I go see, you know, went and saw a show and um, like going out for dinner by myself mm -hmm. and doing it. It's just, it's fun. Any amazing discoveries you've done where you just decided to explore and go with the flow? Um... I mean, I kind of do that wherever I go. If I, you know, if I have private time on my own, I did mm -hmm. that in Peru. Mm -hmm. uh, I would just go out by myself and walk around and see the sights. I really like doing that. I like, you know, I like taking pictures and mm -hmm. all that stuff. So, yeah, I, I, I naturally just really like doing that. And I'm, I like to learn and, and experience things. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, it sounds nice that you're able to do it by yourself because I know a lot of people might be hesitant to explore on their own totally so. well yeah i mean it's 
it's kind of nerve-wracking to kind of put yourself out there and go and sit and have dinner by yourself. And mm-hmm. I think I do encourage people to do that, though, because it's, it's fun. You don't, you don't know. When you're by yourself, when you've got someone with you, mm-hmm. maybe someone you wouldn't have met wouldn't have, pr- have approached you. You wouldn't talk to the bartender. Like, mm-hmm. I always sit at the bar because you talk to the bartender, you sure. know some things. And to be honest, usually bartenders can tell you about other great places to go to. Mm-hmm. So just saying. The local insider. Exactly. Nice. Exactly. And then, uh, yeah, so you said, where, where can people find you? If they uh, well, hopefully they can't find me. Cause well, um, find <laughs> out more about what you're working on. Yes, yeah. clarify there. Not, yeah. not quite cyber stalking? How's that? Yeah, give you my address. Safely. Yeah. Uh, no, and your soch, and uh, I'll, I'll just jot that down. Yeah, my, my, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, Priscilla Faya. Yeah, just first, last name. Um, and... I don't know. IMDb is a weird thing to me because people, oh. uh, I mean, it's great, but I don't put my things up there that I'm doing. Someone uh, does it. And yeah. that, like, I, who is that person? I thank you, whoever <laughs> does that. Um, you know you can add to it, though, too. Your own. Yeah, yeah, no, I know that, but I've, it's just crazy. It's, I it's know, magic. Yeah, I want to know who that person <laughs> is that, like, adds all the things. So I guess if you want to know what I'm doing, you can go on there, too. But my t- my Twitter, I'm mm-hmm. usually pretty good at putting, you know, what's going on. I use that for my work stuff. So, sure. Um, yeah, check out my Twitter. And sometimes I retweet Missy, um, mm-hmm. who always has funny things. So Funny things are always good funny on the things, internet. Funny things and pictures and, you know, all the jazz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does that feel now to be a sem- you know celebrity status in terms of you have a check verification on Twitter and that people are you know coming and wanting to see more about you? How does that feel? Uh, I don't necessarily feel like you say celebrity status and I go oh, I don't I wouldn't really. You're special. Just, you got that Twitter verified thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it's great. It's cool. I it's. Having fans is great because mm-hmm. then people watch your things and mm-hmm. um, that excites me. So I love to storytell. I love what I do. So yep. um, if people are watching what I'm doing and, and watching the stories that I'm telling, then that's really exciting. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's such a weird. It's such a weird part of what we do. Yeah, uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't feel any different. I guess I, I'm just like, okay, mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. people are gonna read my dumb joke, or you know, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe another way to phrase it too is, um, what's it like driving around and seeing the billboards for like the That's show? That's crazy. That's a okay. great question. That's mental to me. <laughs> I had no idea that they were planning on doing such a massive marketing mm. campaign, which I think is they've done an amazing job. Mm-hmm. But they're the f- all over the place. Everywhere. There apparently there's a bus. I didn't know there was ah. a bus. <laughs> there's a bus. They're uh, like, who's that pretty girl? Oh wait, that's me. <laughs> so mental. Um, the first time I saw all the marketing stuff was in Austin. So mm. we're driving into Austin, and there's billboards everywhere. There's rickshaws mm-hmm. with the thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's crazy. <laughs> that's pretty crazy to me. Yeah. Have you had anybody recognize you yet? Um, not from the show. I mean, Rookie Blue was a huge, huge show. Mm-hmm. I, I think um, that probably gets the most, you know, because it was three years. So yeah, you know, not a lot of people have seen the yeah. show yet, and uh, you it, know, hopefully, it just starts. So yeah. yeah, yeah, and hopefully there'll be more outlets where people can see it at some point. So, um, but yeah, it's it's been a trip seeing all the. All the billboards. You know, we were in Times Square. Mm. That was that was. Did you take a picture and be cool. like, 
pose I'm not the beside background. it, but oh. I, I went, I, I did like a recon mission and, uh, cause I told my mom and she was really excited and my cousins and stuff. And so I, I walked down to Times Square and took a video of the, cause we were just on a revolving, oh, okay. yeah, move, yeah. like a huge billboard that just like revolved mm-hmm. a, a commercial, I guess, of just like, you know, oh, fun. what would you do? Yeah. Would you meet her? And then it was like the, the film strip pictures yeah. that you, you That's know, cute. from our poster. It's great. But it was, yeah, it was so crazy. I was like, this is mental. That'd be funny if, Times like, Square. Yeah. if someone, you know, you're standing next to it and they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, uh, you're taking a video of yourself, loser. No, yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. And, like, you should be proud of, like, yeah, that's me. Got to take your parents' stance if they're like, oh, that's my baby girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my mom was really excited about Aww. it, so, yeah. Yeah, was there a separate shoot for the, I mean, generally there is for promotional material, but for the film strip, um, that looks so fun of just a great way to, it kind of encapsules what the show is like in just that image. Yeah, they, we had, um, we had a great photographer, I think he was from New York, not that that matters, uh, I don't know why I said that, um, I think his name was Matt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's laughing at me. <laughs> yes, I finally got her. I'm ignoring you. <laughs> Um, yes, we had a photographer, mm-hmm. uh, on a separate day it was after we were done shooting. We did a bunch of different things. So we, uh, and I think they will use it for maybe our DVDs or something. Ah, okay, I don't know. We sure. had a bunch of different ideas that we mm-hmm. shot, but that was, they built us a photo booth, just, oh, but missing fun. a wall. And yeah. that's where the photographer sat. So That's cool. Yeah, it was hilarious. We were just laughing our asses off. Like, I, <laughs> honestly, I'm shocked that they even got any shots because we were, it was so small and there yeah. were three of us, like, I don't, they got it. So, yeah. Did you slip into poses pretty easily or did you have the awkward, like, wait, uh, 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 shuffle? They and- just, yeah, they just let us, they were like, okay, guys, just do look- what you would do mm-hmm. in a photo booth. They did some <clears throat> with two of us, one okay. of us, yeah. you know, uh, they tried to get all the different, you know, combinations. Mm-hmm. So... I was just thinking, like, oh, wait, you don't have a timer because you have a person. So it's not the, like, three, two, one, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go. Three, two, one, three, go. Good. Yeah. Could you imagine if someone just sat there and was like, okay, ready? Three, two, one. That would take us seven hours. <laughs> It'd be pretty funny, though, to see what you guys would rush into. Yeah. Well, we the were next, rushing. Next shoot. Yeah, maybe. Do you guys stay in touch after the shoot? Well, we've been seeing a ton of each other because we just did a whole Oh, the bunch. press, yeah. yes. Um, I see Rachel more mm-hmm. uh, and Mel mm-hmm. because they're here. Mm-hmm. Greg's mm-hmm. in Sweden, so oh, yeah, Greg lives in Sweden, so we see him when when we have stuff to do, mm-hmm. and then so now you're favoriting there. one side. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes it a little difficult if they're not locally based. Yeah, no, but we we had uh, we became great friends, and so we keep in touch, you know, over email, and we all kind mm-hmm. of there's a group email that's kind of been going uh, oh, on nice. for like months yeah. you know that we just kind of add to when things are coming up and mm-hmm. all that stuff so it's been it's nice it's a great cast mm-hmm. yeah you guys need to like share uh, where you spot the ad photos kind of a thing greg does oh okay. greg see greg has that's yeah. what you should have done i'm been like greg has instagram <laughs> yeah. and he has been posting because i think I think there was a billboard on Sunset or something, mm-hmm. and he posted that and went at the promenade mm-hmm. in Santa Monica and stuff. So he's been he's been putting on the mall app. So cute. I know about them because of him. So, yeah, yeah. Then you just gotta match it and do like funny photos, like poses or whatever. Oh man, I know. Well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get <laughs> new challenge to take. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's some bus uh, 
like in the bus stops and stuff, oh. like in the, you know how they put the, yeah, there's a couple. Well, it'd be like trying to find an exotic bird. You got to find the bus. Yeah, exactly. You get the photo be like, I found it. I found yeah, the I bus. got a message from somebody yesterday. They're like, I was in Hollywood yesterday and I saw your bus and I was like, a bus? <laughs> You're like, wait, what? Crazy. I hope your face isn't on, like, one of the windows. It probably is. <laughs> it's probably just, like, from here down. <laughs> yeah, this, those buses, you're like, oh, that's a great image. And then, like, someone puts a window down, and you're like, oh, it's a little distorted. Yeah. Well, it's like Sex in the City when you see your bus. Remember in the opening? Yeah. Yep. There you go. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm hardly yeah. ever out there, but maybe I'll see it. <laughs> there you go. Well, we're pretty much at the end here. Any... Oh, do it. Was that a whole hour? Oh, we're done. Holy crap. You survived. Uh, survived. Didn't yes. think I'd be able I thought I would just be boring as hell and you'd be like, no. okay, and we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were fantastic. It was funny and very interesting. And um, anything else you want to add? Of No, uh, I hope that people get to watch it and, mm -hmm. and uh, thank you if you have. And you mm -hmm. know, let me know what you think on, on Twitter. Yeah, there you go. So go check out You, Me, Her on DirecTV's Audience Network and tweet at Priscilla Faya on <laughs> Twitter. That's a good way to remember it. We were just talking about it before. So fire like on Faya. I like yeah, that. Yeah, with a little so, attitude. Yes. Yeah. So thank you so much. It was a, such a pleasure and super fun. Thank and you. Thank you for watching After Buzz Spotlight and I Spotlight on because it's like Spotlight. Anyway, uh, I'm Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane on Twitter and Instagram. And make sure to follow After Buzz TV for our, all kinds of great stuff that we cover. We YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all of those things. Be sure to comment, like, subscribe, and uh, then we'll be checking out the comments because maybe she'll be reading them and comment back to you. <laughs> Again, thank you so much for watching Spotlight On, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.